podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. As we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game Week 13, it's team reveal time. And as usual, I'm joined by Fantasy Football Scout's deputy editor, Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yep. Good, thanks, Joe. Looking forward to uh, game week 13. It's taken a while to come round, but it feels like it's finally on the horizon. Um, still a bit unsure about plans, actually, transfer plans, mm. captaincy. So looking forward to having a chat about that. Definitely. And um, both of our teams, we've got a hell of a lot of away day players. So we're focusing on those who are the best players um, away from home um, this season. That might help us with some of our decisions. Um, just a reminder to everyone to press that like button and do subscribe so you can keep up to date with all our content um, throughout the week. Also, I understand there's an offer, um, a Black Friday offer this week of Fancy Football Scout. Tom, what's that about? Yeah, Black Friday deal at Scout this week. Um, if you sign up as a member on Black Friday, so anytime from Thursday at midnight onwards, um, you get a free gift from the Good Team on Paper website, um, worth up to £12, I think. Um, now, Good Team on Paper, not sure if you've seen them, Joe, but they yeah. make really nice prints, hoodies, mugs, that kind of thing. Some of the prints are really great. I was looking at the Villa ones earlier. Um, so you can sign up. I think there's a deal on at the moment as well, £3.41 per month to sign up. Okay. And you obviously get all of the Optus stats, members table so you can build your own mm -hmm. premium articles members videos all of that so um if you are interested friday's the day to do it build your own goals imminent table um that's exactly um yeah. i've been enjoying over the years uh building mm -hmm. that um first of all what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at uh the fixtures to see before we reveal um our bus teams as it as it as it is um so looking at the fixtures up to game week 20 for me, it's Bournemouth, Burnley, Wolves, Newcastle, Nottingham Forest, Brighton have the best fixtures. Chelsea's fixtures turn in game week 16. Uh, Brentford's aren't so good at the moment because they play Arsenal, but then they turn very favourably for their attackers. Luton, Brighton, Sheffield United and Aston Villa. But Man City and Brentford both miss game week 18. So this says to me with my particular team, um, and Bomo's a player I definitely want in game week 14. Watkins could be surplus to requirements. And if I wanted to replace him, Solanke looks a good option there. Meanwhile, uh, when we look at our teams, I've got defensive problems. I'm looking for a cheap defender. Wolves, Nottingham Forest um, and Brighton certainly come into occasion, although Brighton haven't got, kept any clean sheets yet. Um, but uh, Wolves are certainly a team I'm, I'm looking at there, although it doesn't sound very exciting. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking at when I look at uh, the next few fixtures. What 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 about you? What's your sort of long term, not not long term, but sort of medium term transfer thoughts? Well, I think Solanke is really appealing because I think those fixtures are great for Bournemouth for an extended period. Mm. I'm not quite so um, bullish on maybe losing Watkins because I think that yes, the immediate fixtures are. Are pretty tricky, but it's that Sheffield United fixture when we've got blanks for Haaland, um, Arsenal play Liverpool that week. So I think he could be a captain that week. Um, I like Crystal Palace's next three, but then they go off the boil pretty quickly, yeah. don't they? So they feel like short-term transfers yeah. if you're going to get somebody in. Brentford would be a lot higher on this ticker if it wasn't for the blank in, in 18. Yeah. So I'm still going to try and accommodate on Bomo mm. into that. Um, and, and what else? 
Chelsea fixture swing, game week 16, 17, just one to be aware of in a few yeah. weeks' time. Yeah. Um, they're slowly creeping up that ticker yeah. and it's they're only going to keep going up from now on for the next three weeks. Yeah, uh, Palmer, obviously um, a key budget uh, enabler there, but he's actually one of their best players. Sterling will come into the mix. Reese James, if you think he's going to be fit. Um, mm. And certainly Sanchez in goal. Um, I've got Areola in goal myself. Um, if I've got the, the, the transfers and the money, um, I'll probably be looking to upgrade him to Sanchez. Yeah. If I, if I can, um, but mm. I might not have the moves. I might not have the money. Um, then yeah. uh, just, just remind people as well. You mentioned, um, about, um, Brentford's fixtures there. Um, yeah, they've got Sheffield United and Aston Villa before they have that blank as well. So really, really nice fixtures, um, there and Aston Villa. Meanwhile, Tottenham and Bournemouth are good fixtures, although away from home, they're not as good. Um, but then they've got Man City and Arsenal at home. Um, I don't, that's not on paper where you would back Villa assets, but it is at home. So you never know. And then they got Brentford and game week 17. Game week 18 is annoyingly is when you really want your Villa assets because they play Sheffield United yeah. when you've got to bench players. So it would be around about then that I imagine people might consider removing Mbomo, um, even though he has Wolves in game week 19 and Crystal Palace in 20. And it, game week 20 could be a double game week. Um, yeah. There'll still be a temptation to move him to perhaps Diaby in game week 18. Yeah, maybe. But I do think if if you can keep Mbomo, yeah. I think that would be the yeah, ideal yeah, 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 because we, we might get that double. And the fixtures are good anyway, even if we yeah. don't. Wolves yeah, yeah. and Palace isn't them. Bad yeah. fixtures. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking to have Mbomo by that by game week 14, and then game week 18 bench him and Haaland and use transfers yeah. because they're, if they're going to be doubling as soon as game week 20, you you just going to want to keep piling in to their players. That's when you can get a, a, a Brentford defender, perhaps you can get uh, you know a, another Man City attacker, whoever emerges as the sort of favoured one then yeah um okay let's have a look at the top away day players this might help us because as we'll see with our teams in a bit we've got um lots of uh, players playing away from home um uh now top is brooks at, at bournemouth we've got a couple of players got more as well at bournemouth here uh brooks um is a, a away from home so it's a, it's a small sample because obviously we're only up to game at 12 half of those games you know most cases have been away but he has nevertheless had 10 fpl points um uh, but no starts away from home so he's quite tricky so i haven't sort of flagged him up highlighted him but jackson um much maligned by those who have owned him for a lot of this season, but he has racked up the goals. Um, he's had four goals, three starts um, uh, away. This is away from home. Uh, four goals away from home, three starts. Minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty every 70 minutes. This is pretty good. Um, but his next match is against Newcastle and Botman could potentially be back for them might not be and he's created a couple of chances. But I don't think Jackson's, I think if you've got Jackson still, he's still, it's still a hold, isn't he? Because Chelsea's fixtures do get better, but it just remains to be seen whether Nkunku is going to replace him mm. or not. I mean, he's always got chances, hasn't he? Mm. He's just struggled to to convert them. I think, you know, that away match at Spurs, it was obviously three of the goals came in that one match when they were against nine men and a ridiculously high line. But um, yeah, I think he's got, got ability. I just worry a little bit about Nkunku coming back and how he fits in. And maybe maybe now isn't the time. No. I mean, the fixtures, they're still not great until 
game week 16, I think, yeah. is the swing that we just mentioned then. Yeah, yeah. So, you, yeah, I mean, if you own him, though, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with playing him. No. Um, no, no. Fat, Fatty's next at Brighton. Um, he's usually been used um, uh, in Europe with him and Pedro and Adingra forming quite a sort of nice partnerships um, there on the pitch. Um, but nevertheless, Fatty, when he has played, he's no, no, no away starts this season. Um, but he has scored a couple of goals, so he's used that time wisely. He's had 14 points just from those from those zero starts, very limited minutes, but minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty every 84 minutes. So it, that indicates that if he did start, he might get many, many more chances. Um, and he's also created a couple of chances in those those very limited minutes away. Ferguson is injured at the moment, very, very unlikely mm-hmm. to play game 30, might not play for a while. Welbeck is also injured as far as we know. So who is going to play up front? Well, you know, Pedro and Fatty are in the mix there. So you would imagine Fatty's going to start getting more starts, playing Nottingham Forest next. I think I think he's I think he's an okay option actually, six point five million. But it is mm. a risk. Is he going to start or not? But um, yeah, we'll we'll certainly get the chances. Yeah, I don't think I'm quite there with him. It's a, I, I like him when he plays. Like when I've yeah. watched him in Europe, he's, he's you know he's got bags of talent. Yeah, Barcelona forward. <laughs> Exactly. We're entering a period, though, where I'm kind of looking at more and more players who are mm. who are secure in their minutes and nailed on and can be relied yeah. upon. It's that point of the season, isn't it, as we move yeah. into December? And I'm not sure I'm quite there with him there. But if if we got win that Deserby was going to start him in regularly in the Premier League, yeah, he'd become an option instantly. Yeah. Definitely. And we've got a whole bunch of Liverpool players next. I was just sort of packaged them all together, really. Darwin Nunes away from home. I mean, this just implies how attacking Liverpool are, but it's showing how good mm. they are away from home this season as well. So Darwin Nunes had t- just two away starts as well. Minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty every 113 minutes. But he has scored a couple of goals. He's had 20 points away from home. Gakpo as well, not too shabby. Two goals away from home. Um, very similar minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty. Salah, same thing. Similar minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty. Two goals, four assists. Um, you know, Salah's doing really well. He's playing City next um, away. But yeah, he's, I think he's he's a captaincy shout because I think you'll get a return from him. And Diaz as well, two goals away from home. Uh, I don't know if you saw when he scored for Colombia. His, his uh, f- freshly freed father from kidnapping, mm. which is not something that happens to every family, um, was in the stand and was understandably all, uh, overcome with joy. Um uh, there it was quite it's quite a size quite an uplifting sight to see this this man yeah, who's free from captivity seeing his son score for his country um yeah it's quite something um so yeah out of all of these i mean they're all good options but i think this indicates that liverpool are players are captainable and certainly very playable even though it's man city away yeah and i just had a quick look at the away fixtures that that liverpool have played so far and um they haven't been easy mm. games either no. you know they've played they played chelsea away newcastle mm. away wolves tottenham brighton so there's not you know they're not they're not playing you know bournemouth burnley sheffield united in those kind of games you know they're um you know they they're, they're not easy matchups but it just shows how good the attack is mm-hmm. um i mean if it, if i had to pick obviously salah one yeah. and darwin would be the the, the yeah. second choice of mine but yeah. no you can't go for gakpo now and even with diaz i think diaz we spoke about it on the the um goals imminent video mm-hmm. that it feels like he's first choice mm-hmm. but jot is still going to get eaten he's going to get the odd game there yeah. isn't he whereas and that might happen to nunes as well but he does feel like he is 
he's more secure than mm. he's ever been in his Liverpool career right yeah. now, Darwin. Yeah. I would I would certainly feel confident if I had Darwin in my team. Um, mm. And Nick, last yeah. name up is Bowen, who um, was removed from the England squad for as a precaution because of an injury. We don't know the extent of it, but he's back in training. It looks precautionary so far, but we'll find more news in, in team news later in the week, team news video and podcast. He's had six uh, way starts, um, six goals. He plays away, he scores. Um, he plays Burnley... Mm up next he would be if he wasn't flagged he'll be my captain so I, as soon as I get confirmation he's not injured in any way I'm captain him because I think he is yeah. the best option that's this is why we're focusing on those away players being away from home doesn't impact me Bowen's actually better away and he plays Burnley that's 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 a captain choice he's not in your team but if he was would you captain him yeah I mean we did the captaincy video yeah. last week mm-hmm. and I think we after chatting about it for 20 or so minutes, we were we were both of the opinion that Bowman was probably the the top pick. And I don't think much changed yeah, then, no. apart from this, obviously, this flag, which yeah. we need to get rid of mm. to be able to captain him. Mm-hmm. But it's a really tricky week for captaincy. Um, yeah. Nobody is really completely jumping out. There's not an obvious pick. No, no. And so I, I, I quite like Bowen. Mm. Um, as a as a differential pick as a captain this week. Mm. Um but let's just hope we get clarity on that injury before the yeah. deadline. Yeah. Um let's have a look at your team then. Um so um I put a little uh, fixtures for game week 13 but sorted by difficulty it shows that Crystal Palace, Sheffield United, Fulham, Bournemouth, uh West Ham and Burnley uh, well I'm going to I'm going to sketch I'm going to say that this lying here about Burnley have a good fixture against West Ham. But nevertheless, um the the weaker teams have the better fixtures. Most of our players are away. I mean, you go through your team at the moment and I think I've counted up eight, nine of them are playing away. So it's, yeah. pretty away, it's an away day side. Uh, what, what's your team? What are your thoughts mm. and who are you captaining? Okay, so um, currently set up in a 3-5-2. Um, I've got Ariola in goal who plays away at Burnley. Yeah. Um, I've got Gabriel Gahey. And currently Livramento at the back. The fact that Hall can't play means that Livramento mm. should be pretty nailed into that team. It's not an ideal fixture mind, so no. it might not play it, might not play him, but he's in the team at the moment. Um I've got Salah, Adingra, Saka, Martinelli, and Son in midfield. Mm. And then I've got Watkins and Haaland up front with Strakosha, Taylor, Cash, and Mubama right. on the on the bench. Now I've got two free transfers and I've got 0.4 million in the bank. Okay, so two, and you're going to captain Son, according to this. Would you think you will? I mean, if you don't make any moves with the players you've got at the moment, is Son your best bet for the captaincy? I keep going between him and Haaland for the captaincy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, uh, it's difficult. The flag kind of came on Haaland, so you simply shift it over to Son. Yeah. I don't know. I think this, I think the game for Son against Villa, I don't think it's a bad fixture. No, no, We've been honestly. better at home. Mm-hmm. High line, we think he'll be on penalties. In fact, he should be on penalties with with Madison and Richarlison out. So there's a lot going for Son in that fixture. Um, but there's nobody jumping out this week. And so sometimes in those cases, I sometimes just think by default, just go for Harlem. But the yeah. fact it's the early kickoff is a little bit off-putting there. Yeah. Um, so I'm still kind of thinking that through. Um, in terms of the transfers now, my original thought had been, looking at my team over the next few weeks, taking out Martinelli and Adingra mm-hmm. for Mbomo and maybe somebody like Palmer. Yeah. Um, and that was the idea. But 
that doesn't make a lot of sense in no. game week 13 when Mbomo plays Arsenal, Palmer goes to Newcastle, yeah. um, a even now with the Matoma injury, probably playing left wing. Would you I agree, Joe? And that's where he's, that's his sort of natural position. And we saw what Putting he did to his stronger foot. in the last yeah. game. He got nine points, mm. great goal, a very Matoma-esque goal. And yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely playing a Dingra. Um, yeah, so so taking him out and, and Martinelli hasn't got the easiest of fixtures, but part of me wants to see Martinelli again if Jesus yeah. is back. Um, so I think I need to give a bit more myself a bit more time with the midfielders. Doesn't yeah. make sense to bring in Umbomo this week or Palmer, I don't no. think. So I'm going to probably leave that, which probably leaves me looking at Matty Cash and thinking if I transfer him out for somebody, either can then play that defender, yeah. bench Livramento, defence suddenly looks a bit stronger. Mm-hmm. That all makes sense. But I think you've been looking at maybe a similar move, similar, Joe. And yeah. there's not there's not an obvious replacement this week no. for Matty Cash. No. Um, I looked at Rhys James. I'm always tempted by Rhys James, but it's risky. Yeah. We, we said earlier, you're bringing him now for the next three fixtures aren't perfect for him. I think the Brighton fixture is pretty good, but I think the other two aren't, aren't no. great. You're bringing him in really for game week 16 fixture swing. Is he it still is. going to be fit at that point? Yeah, exactly. This could be a transfer in now and a yeah. transfer out two weeks down the line. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. We looked at eight Nori as well on goals imminent. We like him, mm. but he's got the four yellow cards. A Wolves yeah. defender though might be a good pick. Yeah. Um, but it would have to be a centre back. And I'm not sure if there's quite enough upside there for me to be tempted by that. It's, the it's ceiling's sort of, quite low, isn't it, with those yeah. defenders? So. Sort of, I mean, you've got the move to make. You, 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 if you you don't want to waste that transfer because you can't oh, no, no. prove the sides. Um, I mean, have you got oh, money? Do something. Have you got them? No, none of your attackers. So Mbama from Wolves. I mean, may even play yeah. if Bowen and Antonio out. Uh, yeah, but um, um, you, I've got zero point four. Yeah, who would you um, who would you bench out of that lot? It sounds counterproductive yeah. to sort of bench one of those other attackers. So, yeah, I mean, I think for, I mean, your team will come to my team in a sec, but very similar move. I also have two free transfers. I also don't want to burn one. I also don't, all the players I want, I don't want this game week 13 anyway. And I don't mm. want to move any attackers. So, yeah, cash cash to someone else. I mean, you've already got Gabriel. That's an option for me. Yeah, I mean... I think yeah, it's quite hard. I don't see a lot of clean sheets for cash in the coming weeks. No. I mean, Spurs, mm. City, Arsenal, Brentford mm. in in the, in the next kind of five game weeks. Okay. I don't see a clean sheet there. I don't think he'll be playing out of position as no. much with McGinn's form on the right. So I think I can sell him. I think if you bought him at four point five, it's maybe a different okay. story. But so I think who, I I paid five or five point so one. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, I mean, you you'll you'll probably spend the next couple of days having a look in depth at stats and things like that. But your instinct now, if you were to move cash for a player that <laughs> yeah. is either around that price or, or lower, who would you go for? If I had to make the transfer now, I'd probably go for Reese James and ignore everything I've just said and okay. chase that haul. Yeah. But um, I agree. I understand people saying you're mad doing that as well. Yeah. So, and I need to think that through a bit more. But it's a very tricky. I mean, we do these videos on a Tuesday, and it's difficult for captaincy this week. Mm. It's difficult for transfers. Yeah. It's just a very tricky week. Coming back with all the flags on. I mean, I've only got the one, but a lot of people have got Bowen. They've got Matoma, yeah. and it's quite it's quite difficult to say on a Tuesday exactly what we're going to do. But I think if I had to make moves now, um, it would probably bring to bring, bring Reese James in and Captain Son. Right? 
Okay. Um, well, let's move over to, to my team because similar issues there, similar style of team as well. We've got different players, but a lot are playing mm. away. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven uh, playing away from home there so far. Um, so I've got Ariola in goal, three, five, two with Pedro Porro um, against Aston Villa. I'm ha- very happy to play him at home. I don't think I'm going to get a clean sheet. But he is on a lot of set pieces. And he got me an assist last week. I think he's going to tick mm-hmm. over very nicely with attacking returns. Uh, I've got Matty Cash, who is the problem here, um, who I want to remove. Uh, I've got Anderson at Luton. I think he's good for Palace for, for clean sheets and a player I can play for the next few weeks uh, anyway. Uh, across the, the middle, I've got Salah. Son, temporarily my captain. I've got Saka, Bowen vice captain, but I do want to switch those around with Son as my vice captain and Bowen as uh, my captain. But I need confirmation there. If he's, if he's still carrying that flag, if Moyes is a bit, ooh, we'll have to see, touch and go, late assessment, anything like that, that's going to put me off captain him. So, um, but I'm happy to own him. A Dingra, yeah, you mentioned Matoma's going to be out game week 13 by the looks of it. Um, so Dingra can play on the left and the right, uh, favours the left, but can play on the right and placing Solly March. I can't see him being rested. I'm not sure. I can see, say, Juan Anotta playing, but I can't I can't see who else would play on the wing for Brighton. Yeah. Um, yeah. If Adingra wasn't there, Matoma's out, Solly March is out. Um, if Ferguson's out as well, that's going to mean Fatty's probably can't play out on the wing. He'll probably play somewhat more centrally. I just, I just can't, I can't see a Dingra not playing. Watkins uh, against Tottenham's high line, but he's away from home. And Haaland is flagged at the moment, but I expect that to go um, at home to Liverpool. So, you know, Salah and Haaland are good options for the captaincy. I favour Son and Bowen at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, and Bowen in particular. On my bench, I've got Turner, uh, Archer, who, if anyone's not playing, I don't need to transfer out as a, a player an attacking player because Arch, I'm really happy to play at home to Bournemouth. Simicass, I'm happy to bench uh, again. After I hope you don't get 15 points again. Um, but if he's away to Man City, so you don't expect much terms there. And Lamptey, who's obviously got a flag. It just depends which colour uh, flag he's going to get. He's, he's orange this week. Uh, might be red next week. Might be yellow. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's a problem. But he's only 3.9 and he's going to sit on my bench. Uh, or whatever is four million, and he's going to sit on sit on my bench to the last place. So I'm not. There's no urgency there. So cash removal. Um, I had a look at some stats out. Nori, yes, he's on four yellows, which is a big problem there. But I do like Wolves fixtures. I do like this one away to Fulham, and I also do like the fact this is the last game. So you've always got hope <laughs> at mm-hmm. the end. But I looked at top attacking defenders last four game weeks. Alexander, in terms of expected goal involvement. Alexander-Arnold is top with 1.53. Len Luca Dina, 1.33. Trippier, 1.28. These are, you know, so far, so so, as you'd expect. Then Alt-Nori is the fourth best uh, expected Mm. goal moment of 1.28. He's created seven chances. He's had three shots inside the box, which is way more than any of those other players I've just mentioned. And next up is Porro, who's in my team already. Three chances created, uh, four corners. Um... So for me, I want to get Mbomo in game week 14 and I'll probably swap a Dingra for him. I would need to fund that probably by swapping Watkins to Solanke um, okay. and then going back to Watkins at some point. And Solanke yeah. is a good, as we've mentioned, Bournemouth's fixture is good. Um, 
And so I can't really go higher than cash. I need to go a bit lower. So it'll either be, this will depend on just how boring I feel on <laughs> on Friday or Saturday, whenever I'd make that move is um, uh, I'll move cash to Gabriel because lots of people have Arsenal defenders. Arsenal have yeah. got good fixtures coming up. I don't expect this clean sheet this time around, but I do in future future game it's just a good invest you can't go wrong with an arsenal defender six points i, th- I think um that's what i would do in your position yeah. it feels like a bit of a no-brainer game for an arsenal defender because um yeah. you've obviously got wolves after that then you've got luton yeah so that you know good chance of clean yeah. sheet in both of those games um, I mean, he is playing away um with his country but he and so we have seen him benched mm-hmm. so um but the if i'm not feeling boring if i perhaps had a glass of wine or two uh oh nori might come in because these are really yeah, good stats. Yeah. and and but i would mm. need to know whether wolves are playing this sort of wing back system i think it's a great fixture way to fulham without Polinia. i think he's got a chance of getting an assist attacking return so if he keeps a clean sheet and an assist there'll be bonus so you're looking yeah. at a double point double digit return from to the upside is huge for nori but it's that four yellows so what the 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 best the best scenario is that he actually gets booked five yellows against Fulham and 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 so and so he can't play the next game game 14 against Arsenal that's 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 your best one that's my my dream scenario if I got him in and then he's ready for game week 15 uh, away to, uh, home to Burnley and then Nottingham Forest game week 16. Your worst case scenario is that booking comes against Arsenal when he sits on my bench, if I get him in. And then I can't play him against Burnley when I desperately want to play Wolves defender against Burnley. Um, so I've got to take that risk there. So, yeah, that's that's the thing I'm thinking of. Those that know me will know that I'm probably going to get Gabriel in. Because it's nice and boring and safe. Well, I think that's I think that's probably the sensible move, isn't it? Yeah. And um, you yeah. can play him even at Brentford. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they'll clean his sheet, but it wouldn't yeah. it, it wouldn't it wouldn't massively surprise no. me if they did because I think they've been very good defensively, yeah. Arsenal this year. Definitely. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so there's our thoughts, our early thoughts. We'll make the decision based largely on team news. Lots of flags to address at the end of the week. Do do um, press that like button and do do um, subscribe and uh, keep up to date with our videos, especially team news at the end of the week. That's going to be absolutely vital yeah. coming out of this international break. Um, but in the meantime, Tom, thanks so much for joining me. Um, good luck with the game week and thanks everyone else um, for, for watching and listening and good luck with your game weeks as well. Thanks, Joe.